What's up, peeps? We're back. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benson. Thank you so much for joining us for a very special edition of the AEW Insider. This is the year-end edition, and this is the top 20 wrestlers of 2019. You're going to love some of this list. You're going to hate it, but that's what these lists are about, and that's what makes us watch wrestling because we all have different opinions, but we do love the sport and art of wrestling itself. These are my picks. They're not the world's picks, so you It is what it is. Anyway, I'm rambling on as always. Let's get to the list. Number 20, Orange Cassidy. Now, he is one of the ones that you will love to hate. Myself, I love Orange Cassidy. A lot of people hate him. They think he doesn't do wrestling. It's not wrestling what he does, and that's bullshit. He does crazy moves without even doing anything. He keeps his hands in his pocket the whole time and pulls off spectacular shit. When he actually takes his hands out of his pocket, he does even more spectacular shit. The guy is amazing. But bottom line, he gets a huge pop and reaction out of the crowd each and every time. Freshly squeezed, signed with AEW this year, and next year is going to be the year of Freshly Squeeze. He's teamed up with Trent Beretta and Chucky e. T, and the sky is the limit for Orange Cassidy. Number 19, Will Ospreay. Nobody can move like Osprey in a ring. Anytime you watch him in a match, it literally is like looking at a piece of art. Will Ospreay is the epitome of what wrestling should be. If there was a picture next to the definition of wrestling in the dictionary, Will Ospreay's picture should be right there. He is the man in New Japan. He's finally getting his dues. Hopefully he will have the world title sometime. It'd be great if it was next year. Um, He is very loyal to them, even though he has his own wrestling promotion. And I know all major companies want to sign them, but it's going to be up to New Japan. It's kind of how they lost Kenny Omega, even though Kenny Omega went with his boys. New Japan knew he was the man, finally gave him his due, but took a little bit too long to do that. And they're doing the same thing with Will Ospreay. So I'm telling you this kid is the future and wherever he decides to go he's going to be number one number 18 joey ryan as of right now to me joey ryan is the independent king he just loves to stay independent he could sign with his boys in aew he can go to wwe right now we see him working with impact wrestling a lot i don't know if he signed long term but who knows but joey ryan is another one you're gonna love to hate because people say what he does isn't wrestling his gimmick is, is that he's got a super strong crotch or penis he'll take the opponent's hand put it on his dick and his dick is so strong that he can literally flip the opponent with his penis. So Joey Ryan is amazing. I went to his Joey, his first ever show he put on this year. It was in April at WrestleCon in New York. It was amazing. It was called Joey Ryan's Penis Party. My daughter went with me. She was 15. It's all good. And man, did they put on a show. It was excellent. So next year will be the King of Dong style. And we can't wait to see where Joey Ryan decides to settle down and call home. Number 17, Jay White. 
Now, Jay White is awesome. He worked from the bottom. He was a New Japan young blood, whatever it is, when you got to work your young line, when you got to work your way up, what have you. Uh, he stayed mid-card for a while, but in 2019, he actually became the newest leader of the Bullet Club. And we all know anybody who leads the Bullet Club is a star and is going to be a huge star. The first, uh, excuse me, leader of the Bullet Club and the inventor of it was Prince Devitt, who was a.k.a. Finn Balor. We've seen what he did. The second leader of the Bullet Club was A.J. Styles. The third leader was none other than the cleaner, Kenny Omega. And now Jay White is the leader of the Bullet Club. So they did give him the world title of Japan, but they took it from him way too quick. They actually relegated him to mid-card for a while. But trust me, 2020 will be the year of the Switchblade. And 2019 was a hell of a year for Jay White. Some honorable mentions who didn't make the list. Tama Tonga. Tama Tonga is a member of the Bullet Club still. He was one of the original members, and he literally is the glue that keeps the Bullet Club together in all these reincarnations of the group. I give him a lot of props because he's definitely an alpha male, and he should have been a leader at one time, but he had no problem with giving Jay White the leadership of the Bullet Club this year, and that says a lot. He's very vocal and in-your-face online, and he's the same way in person. 2020, Tama Tonga is going to be a star and he killed it with his brother in 2019 our next honorable mention is charlotte flair she has not done a lot this year like she's done in the past, but she is still the queen of WWE. Vince McMahon felt he needed her as a third contestant in the Ronda Rousey-Becky Lynch match. Figured if he put her in there, it'd actually be more exciting, and that's a lot to say. And she's been kicking ass this year, too, you know what I mean, in all other avenues. Supposedly, she's going to be teaming up with her real-life boyfriend, Andrade, in 2020, so we got to see what she has to do. When she's back for full-time and winning more titles and put more work in, I'm sure she'll be on the list this year. And our final honorable mention for this part of the list is Thomas Ciampa. Thomas Ciampa is the man. Everybody knows that. He actually was with Ring of Honor, which you might not know. He was a workhorse for them. They always shit on him. They never gave him any big matches. In like three years, he was in three matches with people that you know. It came time to re-sign. He told them, I believe in you guys as much as you believe in me. Re-sign me and I'll do everything you got to do. They pretty much said no and said you're only worth about twenty or 25000 a year. When Ring of Honor said that to him, he said that's all you had to say. I didn't know you thought that low of me. He went to and well, he went around the Indies and he went to NXT. You've seen him. He was with DYI with Johnny fucking what you call a Gargano. He gets injured. He went solo, then he got injured. He got injured about two times since then. But every time he comes back, he comes back bigger, literally, and badder, and always with a great gimmick. So 2019, Thomas Chama did kick ass and he would have made the list, but he was injured a little too much. 2020 is gonna be his year. And he actually said that if WWE tries putting him on the main roster, he will quit. So let's see if he keeps his word. All right, peace. We got to take a break real quick. I'm rambling on. When I get back, we got number 16 of our list, and it's a good one. Be right back. All right, peeps. We're back. As always, I'm your host, Lee Bentz, and this is the AEW Insider. Let's get back to the countdown. Number 16, the cleaner, Kenny Omega. In January, Kenny Omega was the hottest free agent. 
everybody was wondering where he was going to go. Was he going to stay in New Japan? Was he going to go to Ring of Honor? Was he just going to go in the Indies? Was he going to go with AEW? We all knew that he would go with his brotherhood, a.k.a. the elite, AEW, and he did. He signed there. He was one of the faces of the company, and he had a kick-ass year so far. But like a lot of people on this list, they do place a little lower, only because, unfortunately, AEW didn't do a lot this whole year. They had a handful of pay-per-views, and then they just went live on TV in October. If they were going full swing, they, a lot of these guys would be a lot higher on the list. But even though he didn't have a lot of time on TV this year, Omega did make a big fucking impact when he did. He had an amazing match with John Moxley and another one with Joey Janela. 2020, Omega is going to get his win back under his sails and he will be AEW champion and the face of the company. Number 15, the bad boy, Joey Janela. Janela is amazing. Joey Janela was the first person who was ever signed to AEW. That's how much Tony Khan loves him and believes in him. And when they signed him, he was actually had an injury and they still gave him a contract. He had a crazy altercation at a... Uh, Blink-182 concert this summer with Enzo Amore. Enzo actually slapped him. And Joey Janela has been killing it. He cut some great promos this year. When he fought Moxley, he had the coffin, a Moxley funeral. He also had that cigarette promo with Sean Spears and Tully Blanchard. And even though he has not been on the main, main spotlight of TV and his AEW dark matches and others, he's had killer matches this year. He had a fucking awesome match with John Moxley and with Kenny Omega. 2020, he's going to be doing a lot more promos, and he's going to be kicking a lot more ass, smoking a lot more cigarettes, drinking a lot more beers, and getting a lot more pussy. 2020 will be the year for the bad boy, Joey Janela. 14, MJF. I love MJF. If you don't love MJF, you don't have a sense of humor, and you suck, and he's better than you like he says. MJF, hands down, is the best heel in the fucking game today. He made a huge impact this year, and he killed it every time he was on the mic. He killed it on the independent circuit, owned a lot of titles and a lot of different promotions. We met him in April. He actually cut a tr promo for this channel. You can see it on our YouTube, AEW Insider. And he keeps his persona going 24-7. If you follow him or see him online, he's doing the same shit every day, all day. And when you meet him in person, he does the same thing. After he got done cutting the promo, for our channel i went to shake his hand he told me not to touch him and before and after we came he was calling people fat telling them they stunk making faces and pictures and people were dying to hand them their money that is talent that is drawing ability and that is what you want they actually wanted him to be an original member of aew's inner circle and the higher up said fuck no because he's going to be big on his own and he's starting to be 2020 is another year, another one. It's going to be the year of MJF. I keep saying it a lot, but these guys are on the list for a reason. 2020 is going to be huge for them. 13, Ibushi, New Japan Wrestling. 
Years ago, after coming back from severe neck injury and losing his BFF and storyline lover, Kenny Omega, he turned down jumping ship to AEW. He got back with Kenny Omega and formed the Golden Lovers, and he actually just signed a lifetime contract with New Japan Pro Wrestling. He won their world title this year, and he catapulted higher than he ever has before. As long as Ibushi can stay healthy, which I think is going to be hard, to do with the moves he pulls off in a ring, Ibushi will be one of the leaders in the forefront of New Japan wrestling moving forward. Number 12, King Corbin, aka Baron Corbin. I told you, there are going to be a lot on this list that you love and hate. It used to be Roman Reigns that Vince McMahon shoved down our throat. Literally for three years, Vince McMahon tried to shove Roman down our throat, saying he was the face of the company, and we weren't hearing it. Now he loves King Corbin. People backstage tell him Corbin isn't the one, don't give him a push, and Vince says, fuck you, he's my guy. Corbin would have had this push longer ago when he won money in the bank, but due to a backstage attitude and altercation, they took it from him. He's done a complete 180 and he will be future champion. They already gave him King of the Ring and there's only been two people, including badass Billy Gunn, who won King of the Ring and never became WWE champ. That's not going to be the fate for Corbin. He will be champion by next year. Some honorable mentions. Juice Robinson from New Japan. Juice Robinson has come so far, and now he is the man in New Japan. He was in NXT. He used to be CJ Parker. He was like a hippie. He had braids. He was all about peace, but he was evil and sarcastic to the audience. He wasn't doing it in NXT, and he asked for his release. He hopped around to the indie circuit and finally found a home in Japan, and he made his way. He switched his gimmick. He cut his hair not too long ago. He's held their Intercontinental Championship about two or three times. He's had amazing matches with John Moxley and other people. Juice Robinson is the man, and I'm so fucking proud of him for what he's done. In 2020, he's going to be an even bigger star, and he's awesome in Japan. He's literally going to be one of their faces. He kind of is already. And also, our final honorable mention for this part of the list is Drew McIntyre. The man, the future the champion. He was handpicked by Vince McMahon himself as the chosen one to be WWE champion one day. It didn't work out in his first run. He got fired. He went, did a bunch of fucking steroids. I don't know if he did, but it looks like he did. Got himself in the best shape he's ever been. Proved himself on the indies and came back, and he's been running rock shot all over the WWE. He would have actually been on this list, but he was injured this year too, and that is what slowed him down. People say him being a bad guy is the reason why he doesn't have the world title yet, but I think that's bullshit. I don't think he's going to be a great uh, good guy, a baby phase. So let's hope 2020 McIntyre can stay healthy, and he kicks ass in WWE. He is my pick to win the Royal Rumble. The only people I think who'll beat him in the Royal Rumble or take it from him could be Edge because he's returning or CM Punk. If not, McIntyre will win the Royal Rumble and hopefully have the world title by WrestleMania. In number 11 of our list, the villain Marty Skrull. Marty Skrull right now is the hottest free agent out there. Everybody want knows wants to know where he's going to go. He's going to end up in AEW with the Elite, with the Bullet Club, with his boys. Right now, though, he's just having fun. 
His contract's up with Ring of Honor. He's fucking with NWA right now, fighting for their world title again. This year, he actually created Villain Enterprises, which is his faction. He actually owns the rights to that, so he could take it with them wherever he goes. He made PCO a star again. We'll get to PCO later in the list. But Marty Skull is on fire. He's going to sign with AEW, and 2020 is going to be huge for the villain. All right, peeps, that wraps up part one of my best wrestlers of 2019. I will be back in a a bit with part two of the list. It'll have the top 10 plus some more great honorable mentions. Remember to check out all our podcasts and on Facebook and YouTube under the AEW Insider and on Twitter under the AEW Insider 1. It's been a heck of a year, so make sure you join us for the final top 10 of our best wrestlers of 2019. Ciao, peeps.